And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. We talk about movies, and today, Ann, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I think this movie is sensational. Mm -hmm. It's called The Queen. Right. Directed by Stephen Frears and stars Helen Mirren as Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. What a film. What a performance. What an actress. What a supporting cast. What a screenplay. What direction. This film is about... 1997, when Princess Diana, who had been divorced a year from Prince Charles, died in a car crash. And Queen Elizabeth II felt at the beginning that she didn't need to say anything about it. Princess Diana was no longer in the royal family. It stuns her completely that all of England, in fact, all of the world, mourned heavy duty over Princess Diana. Correct. And Tony Blair, who had just been elected Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, is trying to convince the Queen in some way or another to say something, make people feel good. And she would have none of it. Absolutely not. In fact, the whole family just didn't have their heads screwed on correctly. They really did not. James Cromwell plays Prince Philip better than anybody I've ever seen. I mean, he just slipped into this role so easily. Prince Philip does not come across as a terribly nice man. Oh my gosh, he's horrible. Just very, very cruel and cold and nasty, and he doesn't care about any of this, and he just wants to go out and hunt and do whatever it is he does that doesn't bother anybody else. But Helen Mirren, playing Queen Elizabeth, she is not a demonstrative person. And Helen plays this non-demonstrative, except you can look in her eyes. And there are a lot of close-ups of her, and she is phenomenal. This is a brilliant performance. The movie is not just about that event, although that is the catalyst for the two hours that we're sitting there. I think the movie is really about how disconnected the royal family had become and how the mood and the lifestyle of the country in 1997 had changed from the world that Queen Elizabeth had once ruled with great authority. She was so isolated. She was unaware that this country, and believe me, everybody else in the world, was in love with Princess Diana. She was absolutely out of it. She had no idea. And Les, when you said earlier that you can see in her close-ups all of the restrained feelings that she has, you are not exaggerating. This is one of the best performances I've ever seen on film, and I want to remind you of a scene that you and I talked about immediately after viewing the film. Great, let's talk about it. The queen is out in the country looking for her family. They are on a hunting trip, and she gets stuck in the mud. She's driving around by herself. It's on her estate, so it's not It's a little apocryphal, perhaps, but who knows. At any rate, while she waits for her groundsman to come and rescue her, a beautiful stag deer approaches and stands for a moment staring at her. And I think she saw at that moment how gorgeous he was and at the same time how terribly vulnerable because you can hear in the background the sounds of a hunter coming closer with his gun. Well, it was the prince. Yes. But what struck me was that maybe at that moment she realized just how vulnerable Princess Diana had been. And I think that that was a scene of incredible, incredible screenwriting. The following scene, when the queen goes to visit the country estate of the man who shot the deer, who bagged that beautiful beast, she realizes 
because she is the queen and she has been raised in a certain way that she cannot ever, ever disclose her true feelings. So instead of remarking to the marksman how upset she was about the deer, she merely walks past him and you know that inside she is a turmoil of emotion. Oh, it was an astonishing scene. It is the best writing of any screenplay. Peter Morgan deserves the Oscar. I hope he can hear me. Well, I think right now I can guarantee you that the winner of the Best Actress Oscar is going to be Helen Mirren because nobody comes close. Well, not anyone we've seen so far, that's for sure. And I do think another gem of casting was James Cromwell as Prince Philip. He, maybe of all of the royals, underestimated Diana's powerful charisma. Cromwell plays him, as you said earlier, as an insensitive bore who's frankly kind of obnoxious to everybody. And he's just impatient with the, you know, impatient, all the fuss. Impatient, spoiled. I think of all the royals, Prince Charles comes off as being the most sympathetic. I mean, he did urge his mother, in the film at least, to go out in front of the public and make a statement and to do it quickly and with compassion. Of course, she resists, resists, resists until it becomes obvious to her when she sees the hundreds of thousands of people who have come to mourn this princess's death. they've left flowers in front of the palace and everything. By the way, Alex Jennings is the actor who plays Prince Charles. Mm -hmm. It's a difficult role. The character, as written, is not a very strong character. He's kind of weak, kind of disturbed, and kind of upset that Diana has passed on. But he really can't show it in front of his mother and his father. I thought Alex Jennings was quite good in a smaller role. Well, you know, I think the royals were taught to never show any emotion whatsoever. So there is a sympathy that I have for her. But how great to watch her have to struggle with that. And in a single glance, you can see these emotions play across the face of Helen Mirren. That's absolutely great, true. Great, it's great just job. wonderful. Stephen Frears, the director, he's done so many good things. He did Mrs. Henderson Presents last year. Oh, he's one of my favorite directors. Yes. Talk about a lot of class. If you go see this film, please understand that this is an old-fashioned film done with a great deal of class, with a great deal of style, and with a great deal of emotion that doesn't fall on your head and beat you to death. I agree. What more can I say than a big, strong, powerful green light for the queen? I agree. So long live the queen, a green light from me, and by the way, long live Helen Mirren. Oh, you betcha. Okay, two green lights for the queen, and great praise for all the actors, and especially Ms. Mirren as Her Majesty. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.